Welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast, where our mission is to build a collective community of marriages, where we encourage, inspire, and support one another in order to have masterful marriages. We're Carlos, Catherine, Chris, and Sonia. Please check us out, powercouplesrock.com. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We believe that one of the most amazing legacies we can leave in life is a great marriage. So we hope you'll listen, learn, and love the conversation. Let's power up. Hello and welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast. My name is Chris. Thank you so much for inviting us into your ears today. I want to introduce you to my most favorite couple in the universe. They put the pow in power couples. All right. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Carlos and Catherine Green. Hey, hey, what's up, power couples? What's up, power couples? And I also have to introduce to you my most beautiful wife, Sonia. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> You know, we've been spending a lot of time on our podcast talking to a lot of married power couples, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And some of them have been married for many years and, and they've had, they have some great stories. Don't stop this podcast and go back and listen to it. Finish this podcast, but go back and listen to some, some amazing wisdom, financial wisdom, spiritual wisdom, all kinds of great things from people who have been married for many years. But I'm excited today. Because we get to speak to a power couple that was recently oh, married. Oh, so you remember? Excited. You remember when you first got married? Oh, I mh, do. June twenty ninth. Oh my god! <laughs> I was such a beautiful bride. Four thirty p.m. Nashville, Tennessee. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, things things change a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. A lot of just changed. a little bit. <laughs> what was that look? I got to look. Me like I got to look. Changed a little bit as he stares at me. <laughs> I must have changed some. But as we normally do, Carlos sets the table from a biblical perspective. Carlos, I'm going to roll this over to you, and we're going to get things started. And if you would please introduce our special, special guest that we have today. Thank you, Chris. And we always like to start off our podcast with a scripture that really grounds us in who we are. And since we're talking about newlywed couples, one of the most foundational scriptures that we actually have in the Word comes from Ephesians 5, 21 through 33, where it talks about the role of the husband, talks about the role of the wife, and also how they mirror Christ and his church. And if you want a successful marriage, a foundational marriage, that is definitely a scripture that you could actually point to in order to have the type of marriage that we're required to have when we come into covenant relationship. So I had the pleasure and honor of meeting this brother and his beautiful wife. And I'm telling you, they are on fire Mm. just for God, for Christ, for each other. And I love their story. And I think that everyone's listening will love their story as well. So I am honored and pleased to introduce, get these names, guys, Darrell and Chanel <laughs> Brown. Chanel Brown. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be here. Say something, boo. 
Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, man, they are so cute. I know. Just, I know. You just want, to, just want to squeeze their cheeks, <laughs> put them in your pocket. I know. Take them out to the park. That's it. I just, That's I just, it. They're cute. They just have this glow about yeah. them. Yeah. Wait till they're about 12 years marriage. Glow. Uh, yeah. That glow. That glow. I don't know. Oh, 28. No, no. We want that. They will still yes. have the glow. Maybelline yeah. helps me to have a good glow. <laughs> 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 all right I, i'm i'm ready for our community to get to know them a little more yeah. so if you all wouldn't mind just tell us how you guys met and then how long have you have you all been married at this point so chanel and i grew up in the same city um actually i knew chanel when we were both 12 i was playing on a little league baseball team with her cousin and Chanel would always be at the field. I thought they were siblings. So my teammate had a sister and Chanel would always be with his sister. And so I'm like, darn, he has two sisters. But come to find out that was, they were cousins. But I would always see Chanel. I was so like infatuated with Chanel, but she never saw me. She never knew me. I don't never. remember him. <laughs> wow. She does not no. remember me from the baseball, the baseball mm. team or the baseball fielder at all. Um, and we've, we've got married June 27th of 2019. So I'm not sure you guys can do the math based on counting the months yes. on how long we've been married, but we have been enjoying growing and learning each other in this marriage, in this covenant, um, by God. But our, our relationship and our marriage is so unique mm. because, um, I forgot all about Chanel after knowing her when I was 12. But in 2017, I was in Cape Town, South Africa living, and I had a dream. And I had the dream of the Holy Spirit telling me my wife's name. Now, the dream is so in-depth because I heard the name and I seen it written. I heard the Holy Spirit say Chanel, but I seen it written like the fragrance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember, <laughs> I remember waking up and I'm just like, wow, my wife's South African. <laughs> I was like, let me go and meet her, you know. And you, you went to, you went and Googled Chanel, I, South I was, Africa. I was everywhere I went in, in, in Cape Town. I was like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah. Chanel? At the gym, what's your name? Oh, I'd like, yeah, I'm your husband. <laughs> God told me I'm your husband. That's right, Chris. But, yes. um, you know, it, 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 it was so interesting because I was in South Africa for about two months. Okay. And I heard the Lord tell me to leave and go home. And, you know, I was settled there. I felt like I was going to be there for however long I needed to be. It wasn't long. Um, and so I went back home and I kept just hearing, go home, go home. And I fought it. Mm. Like, Lord, back to Harrisburg. And he's like, yes, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I haven't been there. I've been international for the three years prior. I was living in China. And so that was a fight for me. Wow. And the reason why I left China is because God told me to leave my secular work and to do ministry. So mm. I, geography-wise, I, I felt like I was in a place to be used, mm -hmm. and God was telling me to go back to a place of familiarity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Lord, okay, I'll trust you on this. And when I got back to Harrisburg, I just felt there was so many things needing me the, while I, I, for the reason of why I was there. And a few months, uh, once I settled back into Harrisburg, I ran into Chanel. At the, at the Broad Street Market. And um, 
I didn't think nothing of it. I re- I reintroduced each other again. She said she didn't recognize me, but we exchanged names. <laughs> and I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't really think nothing of it. And this all. is after you were told this is her name. This the, is her the name. Chanel uh, perfume logo in your mind, all that. You and you didn't think this did is my forget? wife. This, I didn't no. think this is my wife. Not at all. Wow. Not, I, not one second did I think this is her. Did she look the same as when you she guys were? So same. you recognized her just I from- sure did. Wow. wow. Chanel did not change a bit. Beautiful. <laughs> so what, what, what were, where, when you came back to Harrisburg, then Chanel, what were you doing at this point? What was your life like? So my life, um, I have a 13-year-old daughter now, mm-hmm. as of today. Mm-hmm. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, but I was truly just trying to figure out what God wanted to do with me. I knew that I was, I felt with praying and everything that I was supposed to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of distractions and Right around the time that I met um, Darrell, uh, probably about sep- August or September, I w- the Lord told me, like, I need to fast. My I had one of my best friends take me, like, she, like, trapped me in the car and was like, we're going to Buffalo. And she was just talking to me about, like, you know what? You deserve so, like, great things and just, ex- just talking to me. Um, so I got back probably about... Maybe a month later, I was like, you know what? The Lord's telling me that I need to fast. And so that, so I finally like gave in and I got rid of all of the distractions that I could have possibly had in my life. Um, Darrell and I actually became friends on Facebook first. Um, and I was not like, I wouldn't just friend anyone. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really different for me. So I, I accepted his friend request or I asked him, I don't know which way it worked, but we ended up becoming friends and he would post um, every so often that he was taking prayer requests and he would intercede for people. And the first time I did it, I just said, Hey, can you just pray for me? Um, and he did. The second time he did it, I was a lot more specific about what my requests were. So I direct messaged him, not thinking anything <laughs> of it. Um, And I asked him to pray for my mother, my brother, my daughter. And then I asked that he pray that I have wisdom and discernment when identifying my husband. I didn't think anything of it. Oh, he brought that wisdom. (laughs) I bet you he brought that wisdom. He did. He did. Um, But it took, that was the one thing that I was holding on to um, was being distracted by like maybe giving my phone number out to someone. Um, and I just knew that it wasn't what God had intended for me. So that was the, I felt like the last thing that I needed to kind of give over to the Lord. So I finally did. So he reached, he responded, he prayed, he gave me some information about what the Lord had shared with him. Mm. Um, and then he was like, do you want to, uh, get together and reconnect or something. I'm thinking reconnect. Like we've never even met. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how we'll do that. But okay. I didn't remember, remember you at 12 and I do remember you now. <laughs> well, I actually no. had to pray and ask because I didn't, I was like, I'm, there's no distractions. The Lord said that I am that, like, I need to focus on him. Mm-hmm. So I had to pray is that Lord, is this okay? Is this what you want me to do? And I got the okay. So I said, sure. So we ended up meeting on November 9th at Midtown, what was it? Midtown, Midtown Scholar. Midtown Scholar, a bookstore. Midtown Scholar mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. And 
kind of the rest is history. Well, how long did you guys date or when did you, what did that look like when you said, okay, let's be exclusive. I believe this is no. What, this never is, happened. Your no, head. I can only okay, tell you, I tell him this a lot that it's only, thank God I listened to the Lord and that I pray because the way he courted me was completely different than anything that I had yeah. ever experienced before. So we, we did a lot of getting together, going out to like coffee shops or um, we walked around the mall the one time for like, I don't know, maybe two hours or something like that, just talking. Um, so we did a lot of talking. We've gone to church together. But so much happened in such a short time. So November 9th was our first initial touch base. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to get to know you. From November to December, so much was revealed in that moment because in a day in December, Chanel and I were meeting in a small coffee shop and I didn't think I revealed this to her, but in the conversation, I must've just been babbling. And so later in the conversation, Chanel stopped me and said, early in the conversation, you mentioned that you dreamt your wife's name. And I'm like, I said that. Oh, and she's like, I want to know what it is. And I said, Chanel. And she said, that's interesting because I dreamt, I had a dream and the Lord told me you're my husband. And so from that moment in December, I said, Lord, this is you. And there was so many things in there because I never was the one to pursue. I'm, I always thought my relationships, all my relationships have come through organic ways, through mm. friendships. Mm-hmm. So I've never was the one to pursue. I've always would just have a friend and we'd be like, wow, we actually do like it. You know, let's just take it. Yeah. And so Chanel and I had talked one day and she said she had a husband's list and I had a wife list. And so I asked Chanel, I felt- Wait a minute, a list of- like What you, what what you want to see and oh, what you're looking okay. for. Okay, I thought you meant like yeah. people's names. Like, I know <laughs> no, what I'm going to And yeah, right. if this one doesn't Lord. work out, I'm going to cross that's that That's the backup. Yeah. 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 No, not that kind of list. It's like a draft. Yeah, things we're looking for and things we're looking for in that spouse. Okay, got it. And so I just felt the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I said, Chanel, would you want to share your list with me? And I said, no. Because I thought that was a little too much into my personal space at the time. Yeah. And I, I just like, sent mine. I don't mine. think so. And I was like, well, man. I just went ahead and sent mine because I wanted her to know mm. what was priority mm. on my list. And what was priority was that she loved the Lord more than me. Come on. Wow. And so, and I didn't even want her list. But a few hours later, that list comes through. And it's like 75 bullet points. I had, I had 11. Compared, I was going to say compared to his I had 11 head. bullet points. Dude, that's like an instruction. I don't know if it was 75, but there was a lot. A lot. I was very detailed. I can bring it up, y'all. <laughs> but Darrell, the, the good thing, like the, the way my mind thinks, and, and maybe a lot of guys do too, is like, that's a nice little instruction manual, right? <laughs> you got 75 things. You're like, well, I may not have, you know, 61 and 68, and but, but I can work on you that. You can work on that. Yeah, I can work on that. She said that the, I, I don't do that well, but I, I can do it now. Well, Chris, what I, I brought that up for a reason because on her list, she had, she wanted her husband to pursue her. Mm-hmm. And I thank God because I never, I wouldn't have pursued Chanel if I didn't get the go ahead from the Lord. And that's why I pursued her. But that happened in December. But in January, I was set off to go to Thailand for three months. So that's why it's very, it's really we had no contact for about a whole month. Really? Oh, wow. While he was gone. So I initially got to Thailand in January. And I was in no communication for a month because that's the way we wanted to settle into 
our missional trip and we didn't want any distractions. And after a month, you're good to go. You know the way of the land. You know a little bit of the language. Now you can start communicating again. But yeah, so I was in Thailand from January to April, pretty much. Okay. Wow. And so, but remember, we left off in December, mm-hmm. us realizing, oh, wow, I dreamt your name and you dreamt of me. So, Lord, what are you doing here? Yeah. But I had a dream in April. I had a dream while I was in Thailand, and the Lord told me to propose to Chanel. And I go, okay. And I said, Lord, if this is you, you'll provide everything. And He actually told me the day to propose, her birthday, April eighth. And I got in town April first, so I had a week. <laughs> Nothing wow. like pressure. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I forgot about the promise that I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, if this is from you, you'll provide it all. And God is so awesome Mm. because Mm -hmm. I was scattering and I knew I wanted to be obedient and I knew Chanel was my wife, but there was a little that I tell you that Sonia, Mm -hmm. but I'll get to that later. But I knew I just was like, okay, this is my wife, Lord. And I trust it and I know it. And so I was looking for a ring and Chanel's mom just happened to, no, I called Chanel's mother and Chanel's father passed a year before. And so I called Miss Brenda and said, Hey, Miss Brenda, like, I, I really am into your daughter. I love her. I think she would be an amazing wife to me. I just want to, can you, are you okay with this? And her mom had a little doubt in the relationship because it was so soon. Sure. And a lot of people did. To the outside world, this isn't normal. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make yeah. Sense. But if you'd have showed his mom, her mom the list, she would have brought <laughs> right. it. <laughs> She might have. She might have. Yeah. Right? I have this, I, this list she's got. It's like I'm doing a scroll. And just, you know, That's man. pretty much how that, 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 that list that was long. That speaks volumes. Up. But I, I spoke to her mother, and her mother said, Darrell, Chanel would be happy with any ring you get her. Wow. And I said, well, and that's, that's the plan. And she mm-hmm. goes, but there is a ring here. And I go, okay. She was like, if you, if you, if you want to give it to Chanel, I'm, I'm totally open for you to doing that. Um, she, I said, I would love to take a look. And I also want Chanel to take a look to see. And we went out, we went ring shop and I had Chanel come with me. Um, but her mother had the ring mm. and that's the ring she wanted, Aww. you know, wow. and, and it just, ring. it, it surpassed you. everything that mm. we were looking for. And, and God I, provided and God provided it. I went back to that. I wow. said, Lord, wow. Wow. Your promise. I remember your promise and look at you. So God is so faithful in doing that to us. And he's been doing that all throughout our relationship before our marriage and in our marriage. Um, and so I knew I proposed that day on her birthday and we were starting to schedule a wedding. Now, like I said, I proposed April if we got married in less than three months and we got married June 27th. That's awesome. And so it, all of this is credit to the Holy Spirit. Um, because I remember living in Los Angeles a few years back and I always pray. I knew the Lord had my wife. And I knew that I, all I had to do was just listen. And he has already chosen us, chosen mm. her for me. And then too, I used to pray that she didn't have any kids. That was on my well, list that my husband wouldn't have any kids. So, so one on of her us list, got our prayers in. She was like, her husband doesn't have kids. And I was like, on my list, my wife doesn't have kids. And I was okay with it because this mm. is all in our, our plan yes. of what God has mm-hmm. in store for us. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, it's been an amazing journey, but I got back April, uh, proposed to Chanel, but I still had doubt. Chanel was set to be baptized a few weeks once I've got back in the States. And so we show up to our baptismal and there's just this random gentleman there. Never met him. Never met him. Mm. No one. Never met him. 
And he starts speaking over Chanel and saying, Chanel, do you know why your name is Chanel? And he was like, because God sees you like the sweet aroma, like the perfume. And when this gentleman said that, I mean, tears started to fall down my eyes because he didn't know that the doubt was in my heart. And he didn't know about the dream. Because you had seen the... I saw it written like Chanel. Chanel, the perfume. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so when he said, Chanel, do you know why you're Chanel? Do you know why God sees... And he was like, he sees you like the sweet aroma, like the perfume. And I was like... And he was speaking to her, but he was speaking to you. Right. Exactly. And Chanel was balling. No. No. So I had been working at, um, for a a local government agency. And one of the people that I was providing services to, we just were, we just really connected. Um, well to her mother, I was providing services. So we really connected and she had reached out to me and said, and this was, I was not random. It was, it was the Lord who did this, but she had called me the one day and said, Chanel, I know this sounds really off the wall, um, but I have been looking for a church, an African-American church that I can go to, not necessarily join, but I'm looking for more than what I'm getting where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, well, I just found a church and I will be getting baptized soon. Um, so she said, OK, so she comes and she ends up bringing two people with her. Mm. One of those two people was this gentleman who I had never met a day in my life ever. And he starts prophesying over Darrell and then just talking to me. And then same thing for my daughter. It just, it was an amazing experience. Those are not coincidences. No, that was only the whole, like only. And that's how we ended up, like he ended up sharing that. Wow. Just let that soak in. Yeah. That's a that's a, <laughs> an amazing, amazing story. So you've been married for how long now? She's got she gotta <laughs> count the months. Nine months. Nine months. Nine months. Nine months. What is what has been the biggest challenge? Nine months. There's, because you all there, moved too. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of major life experiences happen f- for such a short period of time. We are actually still technically we're we're married, but we're also still getting to know each other and dating. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. that, and then we moved, and we have a baby on the way. So Ooh, we gotta <laughs> talk about that. Do we gotta talk about that. Baby's first podcast. Yes. <laughs> Or they said number two, but they've never been on Power Couples Rock. So it's first okay. Rock. Okay. Yes. Power Couples Rock. Exactly. Um, but probably working on communication. There were still a lot of things that he and I had worked through prior to getting married, both mm-hmm. individually and then together when we were taking that step when we were engaged. Um, but when we realized, like, once you're married, you're living in the same household mm-hmm. and you see things that necessarily you don't like that the other person does or vice versa. Um, I mean, and just how you respond to things. So communication has probably been one of our biggest challenges, but at the same time, one of the things that we have been able to identify and truly work on Um, for a period of time. I mean, the enemy was trying to make it challenging for us in with all of the move and everything coming down here, it was very challenging. Um, but we both were determined that this is, this is what the Lord called us to mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. married to each other, mm-hmm. moving us to Atlanta, mm-hmm. that 
there's we have to work through this, whatever yeah, that may be. But you know, you said that you guys had to work on your communication skills. So what specific in communication, because communication is broad. What is that when you say we've got to work on this communication? What was the communication? It could be the way I respond to something. Um, I have a tendency to not want to talk if I have, if there's something that's bothering me, I just won't say anything. I might walk in the door and not say a word to anybody. Um, but that's not okay. And that's something I've had to work through. And I've not lived with anyone for a very, very long time. So, and this was the right way to do it. So this has been very growth, lots of growth here. (laughs) (laughs) So just, just working through how I respond to things or how I say something um, when I'm asking something to maybe something to change or something like that, or maybe I don't like something that he's done needing to work through that. One of the biggest things is acknowledging it yourself. And I think I I love the way that you pointed it back to you Mm -hmm. uh, because it's so easy for us to point outward. And, but when we look at internally of how we've played a role in that communication, Mm -hmm. maybe barrier um, and then decide on what we can do first Mm -hmm. and then maybe share it with our spouse. I think you can have a more even level playing ground because you're, you're now no longer trying to point the blame on somebody else. Mm. So thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So then for you, Darrell, then what was your challenge from a communication standpoint? I noticed our quarrels were coming when there was pride mm. breaking through. And so I would always have to check myself and say, okay, we're having this quarrel because of selfish desire, either on my part or either on Chanel's part. And, and that's what marriage is. It's really, how can I serve the other yes. in this? Mm. And so I noticed like our quarrels got less when we started to understand that, why are we really discussing or arguing about this when it's really just for our own, like our selfish gain? And so, and it took me to the James four scripture when it said, mm-hmm. why do many quarrel amongst you? Correct. And I just, I, I remember being in a car and I'm like, Lord, anytime that Chanel and I had a little quarrel, I would either go play tennis or I would do something and I'd immediately go into prayer, but I'd be like, Lord, get your daughter. Come on. And, <laughs> and, and, and God is so good. Change her. Change your daughter. Come but on. He, he takes that mirror and, and he points it to us. Yes. And in those type of, in that, he started to show me where the breakdown was. And so I just want to encourage married, married couples, especially newlyweds, that you need, the, the middle piece of marriage is the Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because without him, things will crumble. That's and, right. and you will never know what the source is. And he's always brings me back to the source. And it's never Chanel. Come on. It's always me. Come on. And I'm like, Lord, no, get your daughter. He's like, no, it's you. <laughs> and I was like, well, when you talk to her, make sure, make sure, she make sure it's her. Yeah. Make sure she well, knows it's her. It's her. Yeah. I'm you praying know. that you will change her heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's no secret that the enemy goes at the marriage first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's, that is the core. The right, core. that is the core. That's where it starts. That's where that's where he's going. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if he can put that doubt, if he can put that pride, if he can put those things in, 
that situation and make you think, make you make you pause and and not move forward Come with on. it. That's 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 why that's happening. Yep. You know, that's that's the enemy. He's going he's going right to the heart. And Chris, can I share this? Please. Before we before we got married, um, fellow missionary that I went through missionary training with, mm. prophetic man, amazing person, Dr. James Hollinsworth, he sent me a text message. He said, Dara, I sent you an email. I had a dream. I was up all night, and it was regarding you and your wife to be. He said, this is a marriage from God, but he said, read the email because the enemy is going to fight you. He's seen it in the spirit, and... Anytime Chanel and I have disagreements, anytime we are struggling with certain things, we go back to that promise. He said, Chanel is to you like a key, like a key is to a lock. And he said, you two are going to have to be so unified in your marriage or else the enemy is going to break it down. So anytime we have breakdown, I go back as babe is back to unity mm-hmm. because he's already, he, he already seen it. And so there are many different things and many different prophetic words that we got that we come back to about our marriage. And we know the enemy, like you said, Chris fights mm. married couples because oh, yeah. it's the covenant with God it right. is. That's made right. by God. Yeah, that's right. And we know he hates all things done by God. Yep. Right. So, you know, we, those little things like, you know, when he sent us that, Chanel and I, we come back to it after we've had our little moment. We've always come back to it and reflect it and say, you know what? This this is the reason of why we were married. And this is why we have to move forward in back the way to we the have word, to move back forward. To yep. the word. And that's why it's so important to stay intentional. Yes. You know, it's 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 like a, a car that's in neutral on a hill, man. You you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. we got you gotta keep you gotta keep moving forward and stay intentional with everything, including the communication stuff. I know that's something that's a that's a challenge to this day for Sonia. I was and just going to say, we've been married for many, many years. I think so. that it's um, amazing that you guys are recognizing that so early in yes. your relationship because I think it will it will definitely serve you well to have that um, focus on communication so early because, as Chris and I said, in fact, we we were just kind of having a little quarrel the other day about this very thing about how I say the things to him and how I think I mean it and how he takes it and what he hears me saying. And well, I didn't mean it like that. I just said such and such will know. And so there's just this whole dynamic around communicating that is always going to be a challenge. I mean, we've been married, what, 22 years, 21? No, I'm not. I'm going to have to count my fingers. 98. (laughs) We need to communicate our dates. (laughs) I know the date. I just have to keep up with the count. But yeah, I mean, even after those, those number of years and the more, the longer you're married, the more settled in things that you become, the more um, comfortable with things. And that's when it's even greater possibility for Mm -hmm. kind of Satan to work his way into the division. So I love that you guys are focusing on that so early in your marriage. It took us, it took us in, in the most recent quarrel, it took us pausing and you know, it's tough to do when you, when you're rolling in that quarrel and you, and when things are getting heated and it took us pausing, and that's something mm. I know that, that Catherine is is big on. She's giving me the nod because I because I know that's uh, that's did, a big. He did a really good job. The power of pause, and it, and it yes. took us saying to each yeah. other, "When you say this, this is what I hear." Mm-hmm. And when we say that, and when I said that to her, you could tell she was like, "That is the furthest thing from what I intended right. to say." 
And, you know, there was that, that moment of time, like I said this, but this is what I intended. And it, when you're in the throes of that, when you're just, when pride, when, when the, the enemy is, has got things, different emotions and different things going on, that spiritual warfare is going on. It's so hard in the moment to do that. And that's why you got to pause. That's why you got to, you know, remember, like you said, remember the promise, right? And, and really hear what, uh, what, uh, what you're saying to each other. I, I would say that the more escalated your discussions become, the more selfish they mm. become. Right. Mm. Because now you start to think about who you are and tweet how that, you feel. That. All <laughs> that you do. Tweet that. So, say that again. Seriously, yeah. the, the more escalated your discussions become, the more selfish they become. And so I love the power of pause so that you can really bring it back to the center mm-hmm. of truly who you are and why you're in this covenant relationship. And speaking on that, what, now that you guys are married, uh, what do you want people to see in you all when you are married? And what does your marriage really represent? Well, one thing I want people to see is that God can take people either broken or hurt or whatever your past may look like and bring you to a place of happiness and joy and love. And because there's so many people who's been in relationships and don't think that they can get into a, a happy marriage with the person that God has called them to. There's a friend who just for whatever reason will not entertain women who have kids. And he's seen my relationship and he's come down here since Chanel and I have been married. And he goes, wow. He said, God really shift my mind on Mm. who my wife could be and what she may be and the things that she may have prior to me meeting her. And I said, yeah, you never know. Don't ever close things off. So I truly want our marriage and our relationship to bring glorification to the kingdom of God. Um, either through whatever people may need through relationships or encouragement. Um, I just want people to look at us and see our marriage and say, one, they truly love God, and two, they truly love each other. And then from that, I mean, from that, who who knows? But I want our relationship to give glory back to God. Because if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have approached Janelle. That's right. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Or Chanel and Chanel wouldn't approach me. And what about so, you? I was going to ask and, Chanel. Yeah. The same? You, yeah. Same question. Well, same thing. Um, I want everyone who to looks at us to see that the Lord did this, that God ordained it, that the Lord put these two people together and that you can truly, if you press into God, he will direct you where you need to go. My life has changed 360 degrees since I've met Darrell. Um, and all for the better. And I can only give that praise and thankful thankfulness to God. Um, I mean, I had no reason to relocate to where I am, but it wasn't because the Lord sent us. Now, amazing doors have opened for both of us. Um, and I know that it's more than just what doors have opened because the Lord wants more from us, from both of us. He, he has something more that we don't know what it is right now at this moment. But the reason we are here is for his purpose, not and the same thing for my child. There's a reason that she is here. The reason we have come to Atlanta is to serve whatever purpose the Lord has for it. And as we go through this time, we're just slowly unraveling what that is. 
Wow, thank you for exciting. sharing that. It that is, is really super good. exciting. Yeah. I, I only have like two more questions, okay. and unless my squad here has additional <laughs> questions. But, but so what have you guys done to put safeguards around your marriage or to protect your marriage? What have you guys done? Or talk to us about that. I mean, I don't think Chanel and I had, when I read that question, I've, I've, I know other married couples who've put those safeguards around their marriage, but we haven't necessarily been intentional about doing that. Um, so it made me think like, wow, that's interesting. I remember being in Thailand with a married couple on my team. It was a team of four, including myself. And the two out of the four was a married couple. And one of the safeguards they had was that his wife couldn't be around another man by without him being there or by herself. Mm-hmm. And so her, she was on my, she was on the grocery team, cooking team. And I was on the finance team. So she needed to come with me so we could get the groceries. And he had this, he texted me and said, I don't, I do. We have a safeguard. And I go, mm. what? <laughs> You're like safe word. Right. Is that what you said? I was like, what's going on? And he said, you know, this is what we've built in our marriage so mm. that we keep our marriage, you know, and, and that was the first time I've heard it. I've never even heard mm-hmm. it other yeah. around that. And they're newlyweds. Mm. And so th- this is interesting because I think the conversation does create conversation outside of the yes. podcast for Chanel and I to yes. put those safeguards in because we've had communication about it, but we haven't put any safeguards yeah. around it. Um, Chanel mentioned to me talking about to a former friend and things like that. And she said that, we were friends, but our the way we were communicating was so much more intimate than friendship. And so, you know, and so we talked about my communication with her um, and things like that, but we haven't really any put anything in place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, that's true. We haven't. But I also have to remember, God has blessed Darrell with many gifts. And one of those gifts is being an open book to people. Mm-hmm. Um, loving any and everyone. So I'm a love enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, he is. He, is. he really is. So that is something that I also have to remember. Although some things may make me feel uncomfortable, I also know that God placed us together. Um, and I know that Darrell just loves on people and wants to l- share God with everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's. So although, again, I, that, yeah, right? I, I have to because I don't want to change that part. And I would be wrong if I did want to change that because mm. that's the way the Lord made him for the purpose and call on his life. So I can't change that on right. him. So there are some things. That- I think it's good for discussion. I mean, Carlos is the same way. I think have some mm-hmm. similar personalities. Oh, yeah. yes. and, it's like many uh, me over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never be concerned with that, but we all, we do talk about what that may look like Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that's important. And I just, you know, he may not have any intent, but you right. never know about the other person's intent. Yes. And so oh, you all, you should always have those. We do whatever we do to protect our marriage because mm-hmm. we know that the enemy 
is there to divide. He's seeking how he can devour. Yep. And as long as we talk about what those, um, we put marriage protection strategies around our marriage mm -hmm. and we talk about those things. And so I have confidence in knowing that whoever he's meeting with, I have no concerns because we've talked about those things. And then he's held accountable, not just by me, but God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And exactly. so um, I think that's very important. And I'm glad we could give you guys something yes. to discuss about. Yes. That may be one of our podcasts, right? Marriage yeah. Protection Strategy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that would be a very good one. We've touched we on actually it. That's have, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I, you had two, but we but need ahead. to be wrapping up. But I also wanted to just ask you, now you are part of the Power Couples Rock community. Come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yes. we know how important it is to have and to, to surround yourself around people who are married, who love God, yeah, love right. each other, love mm -hmm. marriage, love being working at their marriage, yeah. not right. just just that wedding day that took place. Right. And so we welcome you to be a part of our community. But after you leave here, what are you doing to connect with other uh, couples to make sure that you're surrounding yourself around? Other power couples. Well, one of the things that we do now, I didn't get to attend this past week, but um, at the church that we do go to, they have a community group. Now, it's there's a mixture of singles and people who are married, mm -hmm. but we've been able to connect with individuals who are married. Cool. Um, which, and pregnant. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and That's pregnant. a very specific community. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's one of the things that we've done is being intentional, intentional about going to that and then also forming that relationship, um, getting together, trying to get together outside of that, messaging each other outside of the community group so that we can form those bonds since we are also new to the area as well. Mm. Fantastic. Also, just I I'm, I'm a big person on being led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Lord shares with me. Um, visions and dreams and things like that. And so I'm always being so sensitive to who God is bringing in my life yeah. and for the reason why. I mean, I was when we first moved here, I was so pressed to play tennis and Chanel's just like, just go to a court. But that her her saying that <laughs> the reason why me. I say this, the reason why I say this is because her telling me that led me to a gentleman that has been such a blessing in our lives and he was formerly married. Now he's just getting remarried. And there's just so much that God draws us to. And you never know why he's building this community around you. Even with the relationship with Brother Carlos, mm -hmm. I just was open to it. And look what God has brought That's right. mm -hmm. to us. And so it's he's done that so many times. I mean, there's so many couples and people that have been surrounding us here when we came down here not knowing anyone. Yeah. And there's a few couples... Um, that we're intentional about being around. They some hang, um, some are members of our residential place of where we stay. And even uh, Chanel's brother just moved here. Now he isn't married, but him and his girlfriend are making steps towards that. Yeah. And so we be in, we're intentional about being around them yeah, and showing them and, them and feeding into them. So not yeah. only is it that we get poured into, but we're also watching. To see who can awesome. we pour into because yes. we were there, yes. you know, not long. It was only <laughs> two months. But <laughs> You're experts already, right? Look at you. Right. So what you know, the, we were very, we're very intentional about community. Here's my last question: Forty to fifty years from now, I'll still be here. 
Me too. I'm like, you what are you pregnant. hoping for? No, I, I won't be pregnant though. <laughs> but what are you hoping for in 40 to 50 years? Oh, what am I hoping for? Um, I would love, love, love. I just, oh, to travel and truly just spread God's word. Like I, I know that that's what the Lord has called us to. So I'm just excited to see how many different countries we'll be able to travel to, how many different people we'll get to meet and not just become friends with, but become family with. Mm. So I'm excited about that. I hope that Chanel and I, with the gifts that God put on our lives individually, but the gifts he placed in us together to use those together. I, I just want them to, to be fulfilled because I know Chanel's personal gift and my personal gift, but I just want to be so fulfilled in 50 years to see how God brought them together to be that's used awesome. as one. So that's what we're looking for. And that's what we're excited about. We are so thankful that yes, we thank were you. here. Cause oh, y'all rock. You guys rock. You guys rock. You guys are awesome. Yeah. 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 I just, yeah. you know, what an amazing story uh, that, uh, that now the world gets to hear come on right yeah. and you've you've like just i don't know i'm i'm pumped up yeah. so pumped. i'm invigorated mm-hmm. yeah well you're teaching even those of us who have been married yeah. mm-hmm. yes. for yeah. a long time yes. mm-hmm. so just know good that stuff. your story is impacting every, a lot of people and young and old it's been good married. to have refreshers absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so, all right I, and i also have a feeling this may not be the f- only time that we oh, uh, no. we have a conversation uh, no. with, with this power no. couple sitting around this table. <laughs> and, and, and one of the so things we'll that we want to do is in about six months, we want to check back in Please. with you okay. all. Those and we strategies. Want our, right. Those strategies. Yes. And we want we'll, our we'll listeners. Right. We'll we'll have those. No, but we want the listeners to <laughs> hear you all again and yeah. follow your journey. And there's also an hour of power. And yeah. that's something that's something that Sonia and I are, are are working towards as well. But let's let's make sure that uh, you guys you guys do an hour of power. For those of you that are listening, you can get your hour of power guide and agenda by going to powercouplesrock.com. It's free. Just type in your email address, click submit, and you'll get that hour of power guide and agenda. So, ladies and gentlemen, power couples, again, would you just uh, just Take a minute and soak in the wonderful story that we've heard today. And I would just, uh, I I would be remiss if we just didn't say, let's get powered up. Thanks for listening to the Power Couples Rock podcast. We hope that you've been encouraged, inspired, and supported. Please listen and subscribe to our other Power Pods as we are confident that they will strengthen your marriage. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's there where we can extend these discussions together, take these conversations and your marriage to the next level. Enjoy your day and power up.